Cause it seems much darker than it did before Before Does it feel like we're up against so much more Much more But hope is the ringless inside And the darkness has to run and hide Cause we
reminds you of the fear, shame, and rejection you've seen, you've seen. You know it's time to get up, but your heart's paralyzed, you're so stuck. You passed the point, you're trying again. You're defeated, you're defeated. There's something inside you can't deny. You hear the call of your creator. Imagine for more, I'm at the door. I wanna restore your glory. So
Welcome to Sacred Elohim, Diamond Light and Pearl Ministries, your local rabbi and minister here, Kimberly, or Kim, or Mikey, or Mickey, some people call me that. I know my hair is a little strong. I've been gone for a couple weeks because I've been in quarantine, me and my family. I just came out of quarantine Saturday. My mom came out of quarantine this week, and my husband right now, he's at the hospital. <laughs> coronavirus i had both coronavirus and swine flu <laughs> so it put me in quarantine for a while longer than normal um but uh i'm gonna say i had a gentleman pose a question to me muslim and then he made a comment saying that yeshua was not didn't have any divinity he was trying to sell me on allah I'm going to tell you right now, I don't agree with him. I am a Masonic Jew. I do uphold the Torah in my heart and mind as the Lord sees fit to teach me. He is a father of all things, and I learn that way. I don't listen to anybody but the father. The father is what guides me. Yahuwah has, Yahuwah's name means creator of all things. Um his son's name was Yeshua, which means God's salvation or Yahuwah's salvation. So I'm not going to have somebody tell me that Yeshua didn't have divinity. He even asked me what Elohim was, but yet he could use the name freely and not understand what Elohim means. And he was quoting Bible verses he did not understand. And I broke it down plain and simple what I was talking about and what it meant. So to my audience... Out in podcast and radio land and Facebook and other viewers on Instagram and so forth. Tonight is a night of talking about who and what is Yahuwah and his ten words. So, we are going to first go to Exodus 20. And I'm going to read the entire reading of Exodus 20, the first half of this. And it says the ten words. It says, Then Yahuwah spoke to all those, spoke all those words, saying, I am Adonai, your Yahuwah, or Elohim, who brought you out of the land of Egypt and out of the house of bondage. Sound familiar that God used his son to bring us out of bondage? And this is the Old Testament now. It says, You shall have no other Yahuwahs or Elohims before me, other gods before him do not make for yourselves a graven image or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or on earth below or in the waters under the sea and earth do not blow down bow down to them do not let anyone make you serve them for i your adonai your Yahuwah or Elohim, am a jealous God and Father. There's the first time he quotes Father. Bringing the iniquities of the fathers upon the children to the third and fourth generation of those who hate me. 
but showing loving kindness to thousands of generations of those who love me and keep my mitzvahs or my Torah. You must not take the name of Adonai your Yahuwah in vain. And that was something he did. He blasphemed the name right in front of me. <laughs> I mean, here I was online and it shows right across my screen here. Uh, that he blasphemes Yahuwah, says Yahuwah don't exist, Yahuwah's whatever. And I proved my point. It says, for as Adonai will not hold his, him guiltless that takes his name in vain. So remember, he will hold you accountable for every word you sow, every word you do, every word you read so if you take his name in a vanity context that is not holy and pure he will hold you to your words because he is a father just like we have human fathers and parents mothers and fathers we have a spiritual father and he wants just as much respect as a human father or mother but yet he uses the mother and father as a context to teach us who created us. That's why we have a mind, body, and soul. That's why we have human flesh, a human ruach, and a soul. It's the same representation of the Godhead, the divinity. They're one person or one entity in three. So let's go on and say, remember Yom Shabbat, remember Sabbath, to Adonai, your Yahuwah, in it you shall not do any work. So he's telling us on Shabbat or on the days that he picks, we are to honor. My Christian brothers and sisters honor Sunday because of the resurrection and the um, death, burial, and resurrection through the cross. But I also honor Saturday. So I have three days I honor. I celebrate with my Christian brothers and sisters the resurrection every Sunday. And then I also honor Friday and Saturday, which is Passover or Shabbat. Um, it's always been that way with me. And I will continue. I honor what the Father tells me to honor. Now let's see what he says here. It says to keep it holy. You shall not work six days. You shall work for six days and do all your works. So six days of work. And then on the seventh we rest. That would be Friday and Saturday. That is our day of re reflection and remembrance. What he did for us. As a Jew, of course, as, as a believer, I have more than one day that I actually honor the Father. I have Sunday is an additional, even though that's the beginning of the week. It's also the beginning of the eighth day in resurrection terms. Okay. Um, let's see what goes on. But the seventh day is Shabbat. To Adonai, your Yahuwah. In it you shall not work or do any work. Not you, not your sons, your daughters, your male servants, your female servants, your cattle, nor your outsiders that are in within your gates. So he's saying no one does anything, foreigner or otherwise. They're to honor that day. For in six days Adam I made the heavens and the earth, the seas and all that it was in them, and then rested on the seventh. Thus, Adonai blessed Yom Shabbat and made it holy. So it's a holy day. Just like the resurrection day is a holy day because it represents the crucifixion. Saturday and Sun, uh, Friday and Saturday is also a holy day to the Father because that was his day of rest after creating everything in creation. It says, honor your father and your mother. So here he brings in the father and mother figures. So that your days may be long upon the land which Adonai your Yahuwah gives you. Do not murder. Do not commit adultery. Do not steal. And do not bear false witness against your neighbor. Mm. Find it interesting that 
We have people in the political circle right now that love bearing false witness. They love to murder, steal, and cheat. They love adultery. Hmm. But yet they want to wipe their slates clean and judge everybody else's doorstep. But yet he has it here saying otherwise. And this is Yahuwah speaking to Moshe at the time. Let's see what else he says. Do not covet your neighbor's house, your neighbor's wife, his manservant, his maidservant, his oxen, his donkey, or anything that is your neighbor's. So right here, this applies to loving your neighbor as yourself. You're not to covet anything in his household. You are to respect your neighbor. So it's a teaching of respect. It goes on and says, All the people that witnessed the thundering and the lightnings and the sound of the shofars and the mountain smoking trembled and stood afar off. So they said to Moshe, You speak to us and we will listen, but do not let God speak to us or we will die. So they was scared of the Father. They were scared of their Heavenly Father and Creator because of their sins. They couldn't face Him because of their sins. So they wanted an intermediator between them. So Moses said to the people, Do not be afraid, for God has come to test you. So that you do not sin. The people stood afar off while Moshe drew near to the thick darkness where Yahuwah was. Then Anani said to Moshe, Say this to Ben Israel. Your, you yourselves have sent, seeing that I have spoken to you from heaven. He spoke directly from heaven. Do not make gods of silver alongside me, and do not make gods of gold for yourselves. You are to make an altar of earth for me. Altar of earth and stone. And there you shall sacrifice your burnt offerings, your fellowship offerings, your sheep and your cattle in every place where I cause my name to be mentioned. I will come to you and bless you, make you, when you make for me an altar of stone, do not build it from cut stone. For if you use a tool on it, you have profaned it. So this is where they get, do not use an altar of cut stone. It was to be on a boulder or rock or, or something built of stones, but they were not to be cut in any way. Okay. Nor are you to go up to my altar on steps so that your nakedness would not be covered while on it. So they're not to build steps. Hmm. Interesting. That he should say that. Sorry there. And that ends Exodus 20. Now we go on. There's He talks about the ordinances or the curses that would come with disobeying his orders but yet you notice in this passage it talks about israel being scared of the father they were scared of their heavenly creator they didn't want to go anywhere near because they didn't have enough faith to trust him the trust factor so now let's go to john 14 and i will turn there and we will do, I'm going to do a 30-minute session here with John 14. And we're going to see what Yeshua says about his divinity. And how he explains his divinity. And how it works. Okay, so we will go to 14. Here we go. The way of the Father's house. So here we go in 14. And it goes all the way through 31. So Jesus talks about how the Father is. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in Yahuwah. Trust also in me. So he's pointing out his divinity in the Godhead or who he is in a sense. In my Father's house there are many dwelling places. If it were not so, would have I told you that I am going to prepare a place for you? Mm-hmm. 
if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and take you to myself, so that where I am, you may be also. Interesting he should say that. And you know the way to where I am going. What was the way for him to get, get there? Death, burial, resurrection. Thomas said to him, Master, we do not know where you are going. How can you know? How can we know the way? A questioning. Yehoshua or Yeshua said to them, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So again, he's declaring divinity. If you have come to know me, you will know my Father. Also, from now on, you do know him and have seen him. Okay. Philip said to him, Master, show us the Father, and it is enough for us. Okay, they're asking. They want to actually see the physical form of the Father. Yahushua or Yeshua said to him, I have been with you for so long a time, and you haven't come to know me, Philip? Ooh. So what is he saying here? Who is he? What is he saying he is? He who has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? Do, don't you believe that I am in the Father and the Father's in me? Interesting. He's in the Father and the Father's in him. He's talking about the Godhead. The words I say to you, I do not speak on my own, but the Father dwelling in me does his works. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father's in me, or at least believe because of the works themselves. He's telling him to believe in him, that the Father's in him and he is of the Father. He's pointing that he is what he's saying he is. Amen and amen, I tell you. He who puts his trust in me, the works I do, he do, will do also. And greater than these he will do, because I am going to the Father. And whatever you ask in my name that I do, so that the Father will, the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask me anything in my name, I will do it. He stops there for a little bit, and then we go over where he talks about the third person of the Trinity. It says, the believer's helper, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. So there again, he mentions the commandments or the ten words. I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper. So he may also be with you forever, the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive because it does not hold him or know him. You know him because he abides with you and will be in you. So now he's talking about the spirit writing on our hearts of the Ruach. That's what this is referring to. I will not abandon you as orphans. I will come to you. In a little while, the world will no longer behold me, but you will behold me because I live. You also live. He's talking about the indwelling. In that day, you will know that I am in my Father, and you are in me, and I am in you. He who has my commandments and keeps them is the one who will love me. He who loves me will love will be loved by my father and i will love him and reveal myself to him so he's talking about his divinity and revealing the secrets of the father judah said to him master what has happened that you are about to reveal yourself to us and not to the world yahushua or yeshua answered and said to him if any man loves me he will keep my words my father will love me will love him and 
we will become, come to him and make our dwelling with him. He who does not love me does not keep my words, and the words they hear is not mine, but the Father who sent me. These things I have spoken to you while dwelling with you, but the Helper, the Ruach Hodesh, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you everything and remind you of everything I have said to you. Shalom I leave you, shalom I give you, but not as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled or afraid. You heard, you, you've heard me say, I am going away and I am coming back to you again. If you love me, you will rejoice that I am going to the Father because the Father is greater than I. And I have told you now before it happens so that when it happens, you may believe or you should believe or will believe. I will not walk with you much longer for the rulers of this world is coming. He has nothing to do with me, but in order that the world may know that I love the father, I do exactly as a father commands me. Get up. Let's go from here. And that ends his words. So. Why am I reading this? People are asking me. I'm reading this for a good reason. I am teaching what Jesus taught. Yeshua spoke the commandments. He said even looking on a woman was a sin. Interesting, he should say that. But that's not what we're going at. I'm talking about his dominion. And I'm talking about his divinity. Yeshua had divinity with the Father, and the Father had divinity with him. They were one person. They were one entity in a triad that fills in, that makes us children of the Father. But yet, when man sinned, the Father removed himself from them spiritually because they were imperfect. Yeshua come as a second Adam or Adam to make us perfect before the Father's eyes, in the Father's grace and in the Father's mercy. But yet, I've had Muslims and many people tell me I'm a fool for believing that. But that's what the Father taught me, and I'm going to believe it. So, I'm going to end it here, and I'm going to say Shabbat Shalom to you. I'm not going to do any more tonight. I'm about 30 minutes in almost, and 30 minutes here. So, I'm going to say Shabbat Shalom, since it is Shabbat. And that I love you guys. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem and Israel. And pray for our nation. We need it right now. Bye.